0: Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 172 here. We're going to get you all caught up on what's going on with the Rams. Not a lot to report as far as player movement goes. A couple of signings that are not going to make Ram fans happy. Before I get into that, what's up for this episode? Last week, a Rams YouTuber reached out to me. He goes by Payo Time, the Canadian Ram fan. That's Payo, P-A-Y-O, Time, the Canadian Ram fan. And he asked me to come on to his live stream, which I did. And his content, you're just going to love it. Find his YouTube channel and subscribe today. Now get it done. He has a lot of lighthearted stuff, but a lot of really good information too. If you like RAM content, if you are looking for good RAM content, find his channel, subscribe. You will not regret it. And I'm going to have a snippet of that show where I joined Peo. Just a little teaser, a few minutes of content, and then we're going to share the rest of it in another episode. But you can go find the entire live stream on his channel. That's Payo Time, the Canadian Ram fan. Good stuff. Also on this segment, I am going to update you on the Rams roster situation. Looking at it from this perspective, if they played tomorrow, who are their starters? What position groups are in dire trouble? And there's a couple and where are we maybe not in such bad shape. Overall, this roster is not as dreadful as some people seem to think, and I'll try to back that up going through each position one at a time. Get you caught up on roster movement? Well, we already know Bobby Wagner is gone, Leonard Floyd, Matt Gay, Jalen Ramsey, Matt Orzek, Nick Scott, all gone, signed with other teams, Baker Mayfield signed with the Bucs. And now Greg Gaines has signed with the Bucks as well. And A'shaun Robinson apparently talking to the Giants. So Gaines and Robinson possibly both gone. I was hoping we'd retain one of them. It does not look good right now. Gaines is gone for sure. Robinson will have to see. And Taylor App has interviewed with the Patriots and Bengals. So probably going to lose both our starting safeties. Kind of saw that coming once Nick Scott signed with the Bengals. No noise about Alan Robinson, who apparently is still looking for a trading partner on his own behalf. Marquise Copeland, Troy Hill, David Edwards, other guys were still waiting to hear news on, among others. Not going to go through the whole list here. The Rams have signed no external free agents, just picked up Hunter Long in that trade. And that's it. No other Rams roster updates for you as far as incoming. My top 50 Rams countdown continues. I'm in the mid-30s now, I think. Got four or five dropping every week. Number one will show up on the YouTube channel a couple of days before the draft. I haven't settled on my number one yet. I haven't settled on like the top eight. When you get into that group, man, it becomes extremely difficult. I think I know who number one is. Number two through eight, it's, (laughs) it's tough, really difficult. And if you don't think so, try to do it yourself. You'll be changing your mind every five seconds, and that's kind of where I am right now. But I don't have a lot of time. I'll have to figure that out real soon. Before we get to my little segment with payo time and that roster review, shout-out to UCLA and San Diego State. Their basketball teams both advanced to the Sweet 16. UCLA, a little bit worried, though. They already lost their best defender, Jalen Clark. David Singleton, their best three-point shooter, rolls his ankle really badly at the end of that game with Northwestern. He came back out of the locker room for the handshake, and he looked okay, but it's just a handshake line. Can he play in the Sweet 16? I certainly hope so. But this UCLA team, if you haven't been watching them, you're missing out. This is a fun group, classy group, well-coached, and I have a feeling they're going to find a way to get to the Elite Eight, but man, they need Singleton having already lost Jalen Clark. And their big guy, Adam Bona, still nursing a shoulder injury. He exited the game against Northwestern for a couple minutes because he aggravated it again, but he came back. So hopefully Singleton and Bona will be good to go. If they are, UCLA should be in good shape. Up next, a little bit with payo time. And remember, the rest of his content I'll share in the next episode, but you can watch the entire live stream on his channel. Peo and I taking questions from listeners and just shooting the bull about Rams football, and check out his other content too. I think you'll really enjoy it. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. New customers can bet just five dollars on any pregame money line bet. And score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boost all tournament long. Still riding with UCLA Amari Bailey. Getting it done. He is the Bruins ace in the hole. And I love the way San Diego State plays defense. Both these teams play really good defense. Pulling for them to advance. And that's where I'm putting my money to. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code T-P-P-N. Right now, new customers can bet $500 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code T-P-P-N. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details Let's jump right into a snippet of the live stream I did with Payo Time, the Canadian Ram
1: fan. Let's start off here. So, Mark, it's no secret that uh, right now I I compare the state of the Rams to, you know, when you go on vacation and you spend a lot of money and you kind of get nickel and dimed and then you come home and you're like, okay, I need to like, you know, eat the pork and beans I need to you know not eat out I need to you know try and walk to work save on gas and you're just sort of cutting cut costs um what are your thoughts on the Rams you know cap situation and just the the moves they've made this off, off season so far
0: well you know a couple of months ago I was of the thinking that they were going to spread out the cap hits over this year and next year I, I knew it was going to be a little bit painful. I thought they were going to focus on restructuring and try to bring in two or three free agents, resign a couple guys, and, and you know, make a good run at it this year and um, run it back, as they say, or at least attempt to. And I think it's pretty clear right now what they're doing is uh, I don't want to get into the rebuild versus remodel. It's all <laughs> semantics, you know, but it, it's obvious that they are. You know, as I've said on my podcast a couple of times, they're taking it on the chin this year, eating all that all those uh, cap hits this year as opposed to next year, and trying to trying to clean the slate for next year mm-hmm. and um, adding draft picks for next I think they're eventually gonna add some draft picks for next year through this next draft, you know make trade around, build up some draft capital for next year. But that that said, I, I still think this is a good roster. I don't think it's, you know, going to be a doomsday 2023 season for the Rams. Uh, there are some obvious holes at, you know, edge and cornerback specifically. Greg Gaines is gone now. Yeah. There are some holes, but, you know, I, I think when you look across this roster, there's there's questions, but there's also, as Les Snead said, some pillars Um and I think I think they're still going to be competitive. This is the, that optimist side of me coming out again. But I have a hard time believing that this team isn't going to find a way to win uh, eight or nine games and maybe steal a couple as well. Kind of like how I felt about the Seahawks last year. Everybody thought they were just going to be kind of terrible. Yeah, and, and, and I kept on saying that this team's going to – they're well coached. They still have – you know, some some good players on their roster. And don't be surprised if they find a way to get it done, and they did. And I kind of feel the same way about this Rams team. Um, they're obviously focusing on 2024, but they're not going to roll
1: over. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that that's something that we don't give, you know, the Rams maybe enough credit for is they're willing to eat dead cap. A lot of teams, a lot of owners, they don't want to do that, right? They just, they take their bad contracts or their their contracts that are maybe not bad, but inconvenient, and they just, they eat them, they try and trade them or, or play it out where the Rams are, you know, kind of in this mindset of, okay, you know what, this last season wasn't ideal, but we're going to try and have a big draft here because, you know, one good draft can change your entire roster in a, in a hurry. And, uh, you know, we still have some players. So if this is a, and again, like you said, we've heard, I've heard it, I've heard it, the Rams are retooling, remodeling, rebuilding, you know, uh, you know, all those things. I call it a Rams build. And uh, what's going to happen is when we are here September, when we see our team on the field in September, I think some people are going to be surprised. I I think that a lot of Ram fans are going to be pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the first time, you know, Stafford hits a cup for a, you know, 48 yard catch and run, uh, hopefully in the first quarter of the first game, it's going to bring back some good memories. And, you know, I think I think it's going to be important to get out of the gate. Well, hopefully, hopefully we open up with a couple of games that uh, aren't super challenging, uh, mm-hmm. you know, get out of the get out of the gate fairly well. I think that'll be important i uh, be interested to see. I, I really can't wait to see what the schedule, how the schedule breaks out for us. Yeah. Um, hopefully we have a, not, there's no gimmies in the NFL, but hopefully, you know, a team that, um, you know, will have a good chance of beating.
1: Yeah. You'd like to see the Rams getting a rhythm early. That'd be nice to see See that again, for sure.
0: Back to our regular programming. I always just wanted to say that. Next up, the next segment, my roster review what the Rams would look like if they were playing a game tomorrow. Been a pretty depressing week or 10 days for LA Ram fans. The exodus continues. A lot of good players moving on. So where do the Rams go for 2023? They're obviously building for 2024, clearing up cap space in 2024 at the expense of this year's roster, taking it on the chin in 2023. But is this team really going to take it on the chin on the field? And I'm going to appoint myself as the president of the this is not a doomsday year for the Rams club. Uh, Let's walk through this roster and see if I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Could very well be. We'll start with the quarterback groups here. How does this group look? Uh, You know, we won a Super Bowl with this group, basically, right? Matthew Stafford, Perkins, and Wolford. I have a feeling one of those two guys, Perkins, Wolford, may come back. He's a late-round pick on a quick study to be the new backup. But this group were okay. A lot of people banging on Stafford. Uh, What a horrible year he had. I I think there's some extenuating circumstances, right? I think he's a fine quarterback a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So there you have that. Uh, running back group, Cam Akers, uh, he's a free agent next year. I think this is his last year for the Rams and I think he can be a perfectly fine for this offense if the offensive line has their act together. I think we'll uh, we'll find someone to add to this group in this year's draft, fifth round or later. Uh, we need to figure it out for next year, that's for sure. Kyron Williams, not an NFL starting uh, running back from what I've seen. Good guy to have on the roster, though. Good change of pace, good backup. And then there's Ronnie Rivers. I think this group is okay for 2023, given that we add a fifth-round pick or so. Next year, uh, may have to reshape this, this group a little bit. The wide receiver group, you know, remove Cup, and it's a little scary with Cup. I wish we had a dynamic, vertical, big, wide receiver. A guy like Trey Palmer in the draft this year, really like him. OBJ was really the difference that that put this group from being pretty good with Cup to really good. And with Robinson possibly moving on, I have him penciled in as a backup. I don't know what to do with him. But I think our starters right now would be Cup, Jefferson and Atwell. Atwell showed signs of life late last year. Jefferson, uh, he's a fine receiver, but he's a free agent next year. My prediction is they use a mid to late round pick on a wide receiver this year. Next year, they could use that first round pick on a wide receiver. That would be my guess, but that's a long ways off. The tight end group. Remember, we won a Super Bowl with Kendall Blanton and Bryson Hopkins, Tyler Higbee. He could be cut later this year with a significant cap savings, but maybe they just keep him around. Um, He'll be a free agent next year. This will be his last year with the Rams for sure. He could already be on the way out the door. Uh, Then we got Bryson Hopkins and Hunter Long, the guy we picked up from Miami in the trade. I'm okay with this group. It's not a great group. It's okay. Could it be improved? Absolutely. And this draft is stacked with tight ends. Maybe one of them will slip to the fourth or fifth round. Rams don't have a fourth round pick, but they'll try to maneuver their way around the draft and, and pick up a fourth rounder. I also think they'll try to pick up some 2024 picks. Like we've said, it's all about 2024. So let's pump up that draft total in 2024 to give us a lot of flexibility, the potential to move up in the first round. They're they're going to have a bucket load of comp picks Well, the max is four, and I can almost guarantee you they're going to have four next year. I think they've already secured themselves three, probably two sixth rounders and a seventh rounder from what I've read. Anyways, this group is probably okay for 2023. They'll add a tight end this year, just a matter of of how early, you know, McVeigh used to really love the tight ends. Could he use one of those, a second or third round pick on a tight end with the needs at some of these other positions coming up? Probably not, but man, there are some really talented tight ends in this draft. The offensive line, I bent to the whim of Ram fans, and I plugged Shelton in as our starting center, as with Allen as a backup. Not sure if I even agree with that, but let's roll with it for now. From left to right, Noteboom Jackson, Shelton Bruss. Hopefully he's got it figured out by now. Rob Havenstein, you know, Bruss had that injury, never set foot on an NF field in a regular season game. The Rams liked him, obviously spent their first pick last year on him. So he could be part of the answer here. And then, um, you know, our Curry-Allen-Ankram backups. The question really is, is boom the answer at left tackle? I think what they're going to do is, remember, well, Scott Richmond a guest recently, he said the Rams could do a Whitworth-John Sullivan-type move this year in free agency. After the moves they've made and the salary cap room they have next year, they could do that next year. They could bring in uh, a really... Good free agent left tackle, interior offensive lineman. Not sure who's going to be available quite yet, but that could be the answer in 2024. They'll draft an interior offensive lineman for sure this year. I don't think they can get the answer at left tackle in the draft unless they want to use that first pick. But as you'll see here in a second, I don't know if that's a good plan. Defensive line, kind of like the wide receiver group. You remove Donald, and this is a very mediocre unit. Sorry to say, really liked how Murchison played. That was a great pickup late in the year. Bobby Brown, hopefully he can get it done. I think the other three guys are kind of just guys. Jonah Williams, TJ Carter, Ernest Brown. Jonah Williams actually played pretty well. Marquise Copeland, probably not coming back. That really surprised me. I think they're going to use a draft pick uh, on this position group. Let's talk edge rushers. Now, this group does concern me. Michael Hoyt, defensive lineman, edge. Uh, Call him what you want, but you know what he is. He's a legit NFL player, very productive last year. The Rams obviously love him. The other two guys, not sure what we have yet, Hardy and Thomas. Boy, the group we started out with last year, we had Leonard Floyd, Justin Hollins, and Terrell Lewis. And now all three of them are gone, and we have Hoyt, Hardy, and Thomas. If I was less need, my first pick in this upcoming draft would be Edge, uh, someone like B.J. Ogilary, Will McDonald. There's some other guys too. There are some good Edge rushers at the top end of the draft. Who knows who's going to slip to that 36th spot. This is the type of position you need to draft this year to find out what you got. And that's kind of true of the cornerbacks. We'll talk about them in a second. Inside linebacker, Ernest Jones. And then, you know, I don't know how I feel about this group depth-wise. Rose Boom, Treven Howard, still an exclusive rights free agent, Jake Hummel, Jake Kervas. We need to add a body here. Uh, I don't think we're going to use a high draft pick. Keep on talking about the fourth round. It would be perfect for this position, I think. We don't have the fourth round pick again, but we'll end up with one probably. I'm thinking more more likely a fifth round pick. We need bodies at cornerback, edge, and some other spots. So we may wait on inside linebacker. Cross our fingers. Ernest Jones stays healthy. And cornerback... Durant, Rochelle, Kendrick, and Jolly, and that's it. Troy Hill still sitting out there. Maybe bring him back. That would it ease the urgency a little bit in the draft. But my guess would be two cornerbacks in this draft, two cornerbacks early. Those first three picks, I'm thinking edge, cornerback, cornerback. The cornerback's another deep group, so you can wait possibly to the fifth round. I'm going to mention the fourth round again. Uh, uh, they're, it sounds like I, I'm telling you they're going to draft four guys in the fourth round. Well, they just need to find they need to pick themselves up a fourth round pick and use it on one of these positions. That's all I'm saying. Um, again, cornerback is a position you can learn a lot about these guys in 2023 to find out how how bad it is in 2024. Uh, how bad? How badly you need a player in 2024. But this group right now, we don't have a CB1 on this roster. So uh, look for a guy like D.J. Turner from Michigan. There's a few other guys that they're going to target early in the draft, I think. Safety, not that bad. You know, our top three guys I feel good about. Jordan Fuller just needs to stay healthy. I liked uh, Russ East last year, seventh-round pick. Played like a third or fourth rounder in my opinion. Quentin Lake missed most of the first, missed the first half of the season. I think he has a lot of potential, and we're going to draft another one. Rams have been very good at drafting safeties late. They've uh, hit on a few of them, and I think they're going to do that again this year. This group's okay though. You got three safeties uh, that I think I- I'd be comfortable. Any two of these as our starters at this point? Yeah, there's a little bit of risk with, like, how much do we know about him? But I feel confident he's going to be a good NFL player. And remember, you have Jake Gervas as well. He can play safety, apparently. And last but not least, special teams. You know, everybody's gone at this point. Matt Gay and our long snapper, Orzek, have both signed on with other teams. Riley Dixon could come back, and maybe he will. I think we could improve that position. And Brandon Powell, our primary returner, he's still out there. But I think the Rams have guys on the roster that could fill that role. Do they spend a draft pick on any of these positions? Probably not. The Rams are going to be a magnet for undrafted rookies, special teams guys, to come in and try to earn a spot on an NFL roster. Yeah, they could, they could draft a kicker or a punter, I suppose, but I kind of doubt it. And that is a look through our position group. So obviously there are some concerns, <laughs> no denying that, uh, especially edge and cornerback. The Greg Gaines and Ashawn Robinson news, obviously exacerbating my concern for that position group offensive line, not as bad as people think. If they rolled with the guys they have now at one interior offensive lineman, they could be in okay shape up front, just need to stay healthy. This roster is not a horrible roster. I'm just not buying it. Kind of like where this team is headed long-term, short-term. Yeah, I'm not telling you they're a playoff team, but don't give up on them. Don't think that they're just going to be five and 12 again. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Rams could make a playoff push this year. Just think Seattle Seahawks last year, they lost Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. Probably their two best players and everybody wrote them off. What did we learn from them? And remember, the Seahawks drafted two cornerbacks last year. I think the Rams are gonna copy that. Draft two cornerbacks, very high and solidify that secondary rams are going to be okay in 2023 it's going to be a fun ride just don't give up on them quite yet that's going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com visit our website at ramsup.com on our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com Till next time get the horns up stay safe and have fun out there
1: music courtesy of the youtube audio library tracks featuring bar crawl by track tribe buckeye bonsai by vans in japan and crimson fly by hamama